record and we are live we're live but since we're recording now back to what we were saying brother that the fact that canada can say hey if you're not a resident we're not allowing you to purchase any more property for the next two years i believe that's what the article said two years yeah that's to me that's that's dope. At least they're trying to help their people get homes. I, isn't that the whole point? Isn't that the American dream that they sell everybody else outside of the world? How is it that you're selling the American dream to people outside, but the people who live here, grew up here, born here, was brought here against my will? Well, not me, but, you know, the ancestors were brought here right. against my will, against their will. And, man, the, the, the housing price, bro, this shit is ridiculous. And, you know, I was thinking about it. Even if we did do something like that, like as a country, if the U.S. said, hey, if you're not from here, you can't buy a home here. You can only rent or whatever the case, right? Even if they were to say that in South Florida, like, would that really help us? And you know what else is 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 uh, hurting us, too, domestically? You have so, some companies that are making it part of their, their business profile now, like where... They were buying up stocks and bonds and kind of tying that into their employees' retirement funds. You have companies that are now buying houses and becoming landlords at a massive scale where they're buying hundreds of houses a month. Like they're taking a billion dollars and they're wrapping a billion dollars into real estate and becoming landlords for tens and thousands of people. That hurts the market as well. Like I said, I don't, I don't think there's a fix around it. I think. I, I've seen the companies, like, even if you go to, like, from what I hear, like, Zillow is going around buying up a bunch of houses. And I think they slowed down on that because of one TikTok video. They kind of shitted on everything they was doing. Just, and it went just viral. Because they're not as, just because they're not as as open about it as they were, I don't think that means they slowed down. I don't know, man. It's just, it's a, it's weird watching how other countries are, are trying to to make things happen. And we don't get that here. And I don't, I don't think regardless of whatever president we had in, in the seat, they would give a fuck. <laughs> that's that's, just my, that's, that's just, my thought. I think that's American political culture where you don't really take care of your people. You take care of corporations. So as far as the citizens go, I wouldn't expect anything to help us per se. Now, if there's anything where our interests as people overlap with the interests of a corporation then we'll be okay on some of these things. But overall, I don't think the American government really takes care of its people. I mean, every now and then, you would get a bill passed where it's like, okay, this is to help you. For the most part, a lot of things that are passed is to either help their own interests or help the interests of their lobbyists or corporations. It's, they don't serve the people like we, would, like we would hope they would. We don't live in a democratic society. We live in a capitalistic society. It's very different. We promote yes, a true. democratic society, but we're about making money. If you think, if you see the things that we boast and brag about, is being, you know, the most financially stable and the biggest power, and all of that is driven by money. The reason why we have the military might that we have to to weigh against the rest of the world is because of money. It's because we fucked over a lot of people too, so you better walk around with a big stick. Because well, yeah. if not, somebody will check you for the shit you've done in the past. Yeah. You ain't, we ain't even got to walk in with our tool out. 
<laughs> Speaking of, you really should play that trick on your wife. <laughs> Have you seen when the guys are, are, did they just play the audio of it and then their wife just come peeking around the corner? Right. You should do that. <laughs> I really want to see her face. Come come right from <laughs> under her cover like, what the fuck Frank doing? Right. She probably snatched the phone and then asked, what are you looking at while snatching the phone? You know, let me talk. Let's talk about that, though. What a segue. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Marvin. This is Frank. I feel like we should just jump into it. Yeah, let's do it. I like that. All right. So back to it. Let me have snatched the phone out of her hand. World War Seven. We're gonna skip three, four, five, and six. World War Seven. Who the fuck do I think I am? Absolutely. <laughs> Where what gave me the courage to snatch and snap? Let me tell you, it could have been anything. It could have been a Yoohoo. It could have been, it could have been the remote. But a phone. The, the, the ultimate level of disrespect. She's probably going to pull one of those where she's asking herself rhetorical questions, but just loud enough so you can hear it. Ooh, give me a couple. Like, <laughs> she be like, I know this nigga ain't just... Who the fuck do this nigga think I... Is this nigga out of his rabbit ass mind? Who raised this nigga? I know his mom ain't raised him like this. <laughs> This be the one. Let me tell you, when you be right in the room and they talking about you and they asking, they asking themselves questions, you be sitting there like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, you know you got hell to pay when they talking to themselves, but loud enough for you to hear the conversation. Cause ain't none of that shit got to do anything with you. She is talking to herself in that moment. <laughs> but if she's talking to herself loud enough for you to hear it, you know, okay, I got hell. It's gonna come down on me. I done fucked up. And I didn't, I, I really, look, they'd be like, no, babe, but listen. <laughs> like, the whole time you trying to interrupt her conversation with herself. Like, look, you don't get it. That, that was an, listen, just listen. Relax. Oh, don't say relax. <laughs> don't nigga, say relax. Let me tell you, the trigger, <laughs> the trigger that is telling a woman, a black woman specifically, to relax Nigga, shut, nigga, fuck the week. <laughs> you can just throw your whole week away, your month away, nigga. Cause the the cause the 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 response you gonna get is the same no matter what. What the fuck you mean, relax? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing positive comes out of telling people telling a girl to relax. If even if they're calm and you say relax, they go to a ten. If they're on a ten and you say relax, nigga, it's over. They find a new level. Saying relax is a multiplier to yeah. negative energy. That's all it is. They find a new level. They go super, they go super saying. Like you be like, oh shit. <laughs> That's the only reaction you got. You be like, oh shit. You're inside. And then on the outside, you're trying to contain yourself. But on the inside, you're like, oh shit. Why I told her relax. Like I could have said relax to anybody else in the world. Like I could have told my homie to relax and he would have just. Man, and if you would have told me to relax, I'd be like, you right. You know, right, you right, Frank. Let me chill. She here relax. And see, the thing is, you can't even say any variation of the word relax. You can't say chill. Calm you down. You can't say calm. Calm down is just as bad. My God. You can't say none of that. You can't even do the whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do 
nigga, you better not never tell her to rap. Cause you know, it's already the stereotype that they angry and wild and all that. So now you trying to you trying to quiet her and all nah, nigga. Nah. It's 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 up then. Like you they gonna live to that stereotype that day. <laughs> they gonna become that stereotype that day. Nigga. Your best thing is to wait it out. That's all you treat it like a hurricane. Just find somewhere safe and just wait that bitch out. That's all you can do. Write that shit out. (laughs) Then you come back in the room like, there's some food down here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the best peacemaker. Just food. Especially if they know the food is expensive. So you come back home with like some shrimp and lobster. Be like, hey, I went by that restaurant that only opens twice a year. Yeah. I waited in line 67 hours. I got you that lobster you like. Yeah, and I saw that on the way home, there wasn't a line at nothing bun cake, so I stopped and grabbed you something. I knew you right. like the red velvet slice. I didn't get a full cake just in case you wanted some, but I have an individual slice I could give you right now. <laughs> You're like, and I heard Babyface was going to be in town, so I bought some tickets. I bought some tickets. So I don't you know. and your whole girl could go. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to go. To. You know? Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can take whoever. <laughs> you better come with all kind of peace offerings. Like, yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, but I mean, you could come down though whenever you're ready. It, it it's it's the same tactic we learned as children. You know, like when you when you get in trouble and your mom like your mom like my mom ain't spared a rod nor spoiled a child, okay? And I'm sure yours right. didn't either. No. Okay. But you remember them times where they ain't spared a rod and it was one of them days where you like you just all you could do is just go cry yourself to sleep, take a nap. <laughs> yeah, those are the cries where you like, uh, what the fuck you call it when you like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. trembling and shit. Hey, hey, you ever you ever have the cry that like you felt like you was done and that shit kicked back up on you? Be like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even do nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta get that out. <laughs> you feel like when you feel like, hey man, that shit was justified. <laughs> like I, I exactly, really, I really didn't feel like I did something this bad. Like not enough. Like for that. I don't know the laws, but I know this couldn't have been right. Like I wasn't supposed to be beat like this. Yeah, and you know sometimes it was more because your feelings was hurt in the situation. Because if you look back, I know people who used to get way worse than 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 you know what I'm saying than what I what I had experienced. Man, I had classmates where they parents or their mother. I never seen a father do it, but the mother would come to the class and fuck them up in front of all of us. And it's crazy thing because those are usually to be the students that be bad as hell. And it's like, do you not know who your mama is? Like, she has no problem coming here and fucking you up in front of all of us again. Like, chill out, my nigga. And you know the teachers they don't make do. it no. The teachers don't make it no better because she always the teacher always threatened that. Do you want me to call your mom? And now. Because we assholes, we like, hey, because you remember the last time your mama came up here? <laughs> yeah, like, we don't know why the teacher's threatening that. And those teachers are assholes, by the way. Always. Them be the worst teachers. Them be the absolute Promoting worst. child abuse. All right, don't, don't make me call your mom back up here. <laughs> like, all right. Because <laughs> you know, when they go back into the teacher's line, they talk about that shit. Oh, you should have seen how she came across her head. I bet her little raggedy ass won't do that no more. All right. All right, and the real talk, is you should have reported her because you know I take DCFS that back. DCFS should have came and took your license because you was there. <laughs> I take that back. There was one time my father came to the school to beat his son. We was in middle school. I forgot the name of this boy. 
he had goals in his mind. He had like pull-ups to the bottom. He had an older brother that went to Adapada with us. He was, I forgot their name. He they was part of remember that dancing clip called the Nutty Buddy Boys? <laughs> Why the fuck do I remember that? Yes. You do remember. He was one of them. I forgot his name. But anyway, the nigga came to the school. His daddy's the nigga I'm talking about. Shorty was acting up. The nigga came to the school, and I guess he was tired of his son acting up. That nigga slapped his son so hard, the goals came out. I said, damn. <laughs> Bruh, I had pull-ups before. No, them shits don't, ain't supposed to come out that easily. They supposed to be real tight. Dog, to slap a nigga and knock his shit out of his mouth. I tell you what, though, that nigga ain't fuck up in school no more. I know that much. Hey. And that was like during like the second nine weeks. So that nigga had two more nine weeks to fuck up, but he didn't. <laughs> Not after that shit. <laughs> that nigga said second nine weeks. Man, that's how we grew up. <laughs> Man, that second nine weeks. That second nine weeks, it be... Bro, first of all, you fucking up near Christmas. Like, this ain't the time to really be doing that shit. And it's probably because I don't remember this. I would have definitely heard if it was in eighth grade because that's when I came over to to Alabama. But it had to have been prior to that. But all right. Um, hey, I so I saw a, I saw a meme and it listed the top female cheaters. Cheaters, cheaters, yeah. Top five. Pfft, nigga, it's like twenty things on this list. Oh, just top female cheaters. Period. Yeah, based off of what they do or who they are. Or- <laughs> I know law enforcement is on there. I know if she drives a Nissan, it's on there. Law enforcement, Nissan. Okay, you got two of them. Call center. <laughs> Hold on. No call center, but call center. Yeah, call centers be call center girls be hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean um, to say it like that, but I worked at a call center. <laughs> let me see. Um, probably a nurse. Probably a nurse is on there. Dental, they, okay, so dental and nurse and nurse assistants is on there. <laughs> okay. Let me see if I can give you one more. But don't say nurse now. I mean, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's a pharmacist. <laughs> like, we got, come on now. Look. <laughs> Look I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not trying to call out nobody. <laughs> you just guess what's I'm on the list. I'm just saying what I've observed. I'm not saying her friends. Her friends are happily married women. They cool peoples. I'm not talking about them. I'm just saying people that share the same career field, sometimes they've been a little loose. That's all. Okay. I'm going to read you the list. I know girls who traveled away for college got to be on that list. If it's no, not on that, that list, it should be on that list. It doesn't say Hell, that. Because that was, that was my way of spotting the girls that was, that was you know, hoes. Hoish, I guess. So you if felt she like. Said, so you felt like if she wasn't from Miami, she was a hoe. No, it's why she came. Though, so let's say she wasn't from Miami, right? We met on campus. On campus at FIU, by the way. At, yeah, on campus at FIU. If her reason for going to FIU was I got to get out my mama house, Ooh. or I just needed to get away. Yeah. Okay, you good to go. Now, if now if she said, I just if, need to give away. It's cold for I've been fucking and I've been getting in trouble for it, so I'm ready to um <laughs> ready to or be they else. or they had me on lockdown. I'm trying to fuck something. That's what it translated to me. I mean, but say that. if now if she goes to FIU and she's from wherever, and I ask, oh, okay, what brings you here? 
And she says, oh, FIU has a has a great law school. Then it's like, oh, you came here for a purpose. I can't get in the way of that. <laughs> I can't get in the way of that. Damn, this whole found her purpose too early in life. God right? damn. Well, you know, give okay, you be good. I'll holler at you. But if it was just, <laughs> oh, I I just needed to get out of my mama my mama house. And she only she ain't even declared no major, nothing, nothing. You just getting credits. <laughs> How many of those did you run into? <laughs> Nigga, most of us who went there, we had at least we may not have declared a major, but we had a major in mind. We was moving towards something. Do you'd be surprised how many people just undecided, just be floating through college. And it's like, dog, you know if you declare a major, some of these courses might not apply to that major. So you just wasted your money. Exactly. I had an idea of the direction I was heading. So everything I picked until I made my decision was something that could fit into any one of those categories. Like I would right, always go and some check courses my, that you know. Yeah, I would always go and check the list and be like, okay, this could fit, this could fit. Okay, this is what I'm taking this and, semester. And there's always courses that is not a syllabus, but it's like your that curriculum. Yeah. It may not it may not be on the curriculum, but if you talk to a guidance counselor or somebody in that department and say, well, look, I didn't take this economics, I took this one. Can I substitute it? They'll say, yeah. You know what I mean? If it's close enough, they'll be like, okay, we can swap that. We'll recognize it. But if you're just taking some of everything, or worse, taking the classes you find easy in hopes that 120 credits, they just give you a degree, like they'll give you a certificate of completion in high school, then you're going about it all wrong. It's not the same. It's not the same. I don't know what you thought you was doing. (laughs) But I'm going to read you the list. It says, flight attendants. Oh, damn. Why I didn't say that one? That was the easy one. FedEx workers. Okay. Hairstylists. Okay. Babysitters. Or girls you just drop your baby to. <laughs> you know, she, don't got no, she don't got no license or nothing like that. But she like run a they little just nursery watch out kids. the house. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know, you you drop your kids over there with a bag full of groceries and and um, you know, his 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 sixty dollars, you know, watch them kids for the week. That type of shit. <laughs> um, dental and nurse assistants, food stamp recipients. All baby mamas, girls that twerk. If she Jesus sells, Christ, that's every woman now. Every woman twerks. If she sells plates at her house, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a, a that, what you call that shit. That start at uh, uh, start with an A. Help me out, nigga. You know I can't pronounce that word. What word? This little star that you put next to Aster? words. That's the word. <laughs> I bet there's that next to that name. Why the girl who sells plates? Yeah. Why is there an asterisk? They probably got that fire. Cause you know what? It's something about girls who cook real good and they got that little, they got that little extra ham on on a on the top of the arm. On the elbow. That little, that little shoulder meat. Just that just that little bit of flap that hell that hang that little flap of, of meat that just hang over the elbow a little bit. Almost look like just their arm bit. got a dimple. That type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Them ladies could cook. And they could jack some. Absolutely. Meat. And they could what? And they could jack some meat. It's just cause it's just something about they you can tell that little that little that little extra that little extra flap, it keep like it's good elbow grease in there. So like, you know, they get they could get their move on. <laughs> you said it's good elbow grease in there. Yeah. Um But you're not lying though. You're not lying. Trying to tell you something. Um girls with a Facebook account. Stay at home moms. Stay at home moms also almost be the babysitter as well. 
they they almost be winning. It, it shouldn't be girls with a Facebook account because everybody got one. It's girls with active Facebook accounts. True. That's the difference. Because if you still active on Facebook, I'm really I'm I'm looking at. I you question right your side. judgment. Yeah. yeah. What are you es- doing? Over there? Especially if you ain't running a business page on there or something. If you even if you running four X on Facebook, I'd respect that. But if you just on Facebook just to be gossiping and shit, then I question the decisions you make. Stay away from me if you run in a if you if anybody with Forex or any of them any of them uh emojis that em- show graph <laughs> charts look, moving stay up. Stay the down. fuck <laughs> away from me. <laughs> Please. Ain't nobody made me cautious about accepting friends on Instagram or Twitter. Except people like that. Before it was like, okay, I'll follow you. I look back on your page. You look halfway normal. I'll follow you back. It's all love. But the moment I see that shit in your bio, I'm blocking your ass. Because they'll be the first people that hit you. Hey, you trying to make some quick money? No. <laughs> nah, nigga. I'd respect you more if you'd be like, hey, you trying to make some quick money? I got some extra cocaine I'm trying to trying to dump off to you. I'd have, Then I'd probably listen. Like, oh, okay, cocaine ain't that, ain't that bad. But if you're trying to some forex pyramid scheme, fuck out of here. Quick side note. No, no. Have you? No, 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 no. Let's stay on. Let's stay on the you and your acceptance of cocaine first before we move to your side note. <laughs> before we do that, <laughs> let's let's stay here for a second. You would rather someone come in your DMs and tell you, "Hey, they got a few packs to move," than for someone to try to say, "Hey, I got a business opportunity for you," because that's always how they that's always how they bring it up. I have a business opportunity for you. Um, Here's the link to this video or whatever, whatever. You would rather the nigga come to you with the with the with the coke deals? Yeah, cause think about it. The dude with the coke deal, he is straightforward. He's no bullshit. No punches being pulled. The person talking about the business, they ain't tell me what the business is. They ain't tell me where the business was. They making me click on some shit. So you now you making me do extra work. I can't trust that. See, that's where we differ. Stay with me. I would rather the person come to me not telling me what the business is because that sounds like the better drug dealer than the nigga who jumps in my DM and say, hey, I got some Coke. You want to sell it? See, you right there, you don't move good. <laughs> <laughs> but the nigga who want the nigga who's like, hey, I got a business opportunity. Come come over here. Let's talk about it over but here on the, the side. The nigga saying click on this shit, that's nigga trying to sell you Forex. When the last time Forex has been anywhere near as profitable as cocaine? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You're trying to buy houses in this real estate market. Cocaine to get you there. It's gotten many people there. Absolutely. Everybody who lived in the Gable Estates probably dealt with cocaine. Or they had a family member who dealt with that shit. Oh, yeah. I mean... You ever have an old friend reach out to you and was like, hey, Marvin, we should link up. And then when y'all link up, they try to sell you on some type of pyramid scheme. Nigga, I told you, I had, I was hanging, I hadn't seen my homeboy in a little minute. I told this story on the pod once before. I hadn't seen my homeboy in a little minute. He was like, hey, boy, y'all, you want to click? We can watch the Laker game. Chill at the crib. I'll buy some piece of shit. Come through. Coronas and whatever. I'm like, it's a Thursday. We on, you know, we on TNT. I'm down. Fuck it. I'm slide through. I'm chilling. So, you know, put on my typical, about to go to my homeboy house. You know, basketball shorts, slides, socks. You know, like I ain't doing nothing. You know, I'm just gonna go chill. I get there, 
it's a nigga in a it's a nigga in a in a in a three piece suit. They got a they got they got a they got a projector. <laughs> they got on one the of those wall. flip boards. They got a projector with the on the marker. Wall. They got the little the little the little the little paper board with the marker. <laughs> as soon as I walk in, and I'm like, "What's going on?" He was like, "Nah, we just I just want to talk to you real quick before the game start." Oh, okay. And I had to sit through the whole thirty minute whole presentation of the nigga trying to sell me why why prefer why prepaid legal is is the way for me to be, you know. <laughs> nah, cause look, I got in on I got in with my brother, and look, you, it's like you can start your own bit. Like I I put you in under me, and you can start your own business up under you, and you get some people to work for you. Then bum, and I'm like, oh, so so something like a like a pyramid. And he was like, it's not necessarily a pyramid. Like, let me draw it out. <laughs> that, nigga drew, that nigga drew him, me, and I wanted to do. You ever see the episode of The Office where the G- Jim draws the triangle around it? Like, no, nigga, this is yeah. a fucking pyramid. That's what I wanted to do. But I was like, I'm going to be respectful. I'm in my homeboy house. He, he clearly done bought in. <laughs> He's trying to get me. <laughs> I ain't going to disrespect him. He already bought the pizza and the beer, and the game gonna start in 20 minutes, and I kinda want this shit to be over with. So, <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't even get to see Shaq talk no shit before the game, Kenny and them, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, bro, let's get through this. And the pizza smell good. <laughs> and I'm ready. So All you could do is just nod and be like, okay. Just send me an email. I'm gonna fuck with you, though. My nigga, that was not my nigga. <laughs> hey, I send you to the I send you to my oldest email account where you know Bath and Body Works and all the other people send shit when I need to go look for a coupon. If I send you to any email address that ends in Yahoo.com, <laughs> nigga, understand you, know it. you are never gonna hear from me again. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Let me look into it. Um, if y'all if y'all could get me to the end, of, like right now, I'm real busy at work. But if y'all can give me time over the weekend, <laughs> I look then, into especially- it. If they ask you to put money down, be like, you know, I don't get paid to like whatever two weeks is from the date we talk about. I don't get paid. Not this Thursday, not, <laughs> not the next Thursday, the Thursday after that. That's probably when I get paid again. So call me on that Thursday by one o'clock. That's when time I check clear. And yeah, I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah, I'm going to fuck with you, Al, because the shit real interesting. Like, I'm, I'm definitely down. Yeah, because people always need legal service because you never know when you're going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> You, you got to throw a little bit in there like you've been paying attention really to what he it. was saying. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't say, okay, it sounds good. No, uh, throw a little bit of sauce in there like you were paying attention. Like, yeah, man, because I could cause I could definitely see that. I could definitely see what these services can come in. Because you know what? A nigga did just sign a lease the other day. You know, I read it, but you know, it would have been nice to have a lawyer read it. <laughs> Hey, hold on a second, man. I got a, I got a Charlie horse. I'm trying to stretch that bitch out. <laughs> I been laughing so hard. Hold on, let me get up. Oh shit! Fucking prepaid legal. It was one somebody was trying to sell me on vacations. What the fuck they called? And then they said if you sold enough vacations, they'll give you a silver BMW. <laughs> nah, nigga, that's Mary. That's Mary Kay. <laughs> they give you the little pink, the little pink car. <laughs> Who the fuck sold the vacation? What company is this? Hey, since we since we talking about that, where all y'all you should be here, niggas? Like, hey, where y'all? Yeah, at? that's what that that's what they uh <laughs> that's what they put on the pictures when they go on vacation. Where y'all at? Because if I was supposed to be there, where are y'all now? Because I'm not there, and it don't look like you there either. And they were and they were always selling to you like this. Okay, so say you don't really want to sell. 
you get three people to work up under you and let them be the sellers. Say selling really right. not your thing. You let them be the sellers and they could go out and do all the selling for you. Therefore, you make money on top of them. It's residual income. <laughs> <laughs> the example is a pyramid. <laughs> uh and telling people like, hey man, this is a pyramid scheme? Nah. So why I got to get two people and tell them two people to get four people? Like, this doesn't sound legit, my boy. It seems like we're building a pyramid. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I don't know. It just seems that way. They be quick to want to put you in a room with a whole bunch of strangers. And then they get enthusiastic people to talk to you. Whole time you wondering why you dressed in business, business casual attire sitting next to strangers eating cold donuts. Like, bro, why, why am I here? Nobody ain't tell me shit. <laughs> of course they ain't tell you shit, because if they would have told you shit, you wouldn't have showed up. And that's why the only person you really should be mad at is your homeboy. Because that nigga should have known fucking better. <laughs> like, like, nigga, you tried me. No, the real... This is when you should have known better. Like, if it's a close... If it's a close homeboy, yeah, that nigga should have known better. He should have known you well enough to be like, okay, he ain't going for this. But when you should know better is that person who you ain't see since Econ 101, and now they just hitting you up on, on Facebook. Hey, how's it going? We haven't hung out in a while. You know what? I ain't, I ain't kicking with this person in a minute. Probably thinking you're going to get some trim. You know what? Let me... <laughs> okay, I see, where, I see where you was moving. <laughs> like, like, I was okay. meaning... Because you know, I was meaning college, to try to, try to I was get at this meaning one. To, I was really meaning to come back this way. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I always felt like it was a vibe. So Yeah, because in my head, I was supposed to knock you off a long time ago. Because, you, you know, there is a list. There is a list of women who you feel like owe you some pussy. <laughs> like, let's be... <laughs> let's, let's be 100% real. We ain't got into nothing yet. <laughs> let's be 100% real, though. There's a list. Dude, of... it was a slow week, so I... No, nah, fuck that. No, nah, I got shit. I, I definitely got a topic I definitely want to dive into. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there's a list of, like, you owe me some pussy. Like, I, like you know... <laughs> you know... Come on now. You know. I earned, I earned at least a round. <laughs> like... <laughs> at the very least, some head. Like, let's not, let's not go there. Let that person call you talking some world venture. Now you over here looking stupid, dressed in your military express shirt. And slacks. Right? With them diesel shoes, y'all niggas. Steve them Steve Mag shoes that y'all niggas used to wear. <laughs> Horrible ass no shoes. No haircut, face front. greasy as shit. It's hot. Your car AC don't work. Bruh, I hated that car. <laughs> bro, this car used to shut off on me on the highway, bro. You know how scary Not the that Carlo. is? No, no, no. I got rid of the Monte Carlo because people, I kept getting pulled over in it. It's the like, Altima? dude. No, not the Altima. I had a, a like, Frank a had old, all the whole cars. 19... <laughs> <laughs> this, dog, the year is 2006, right? Right, 2006, 2007. And I had a 1995 Jaguar J30. Nigga, that shit was raggedy. Nigga, that ain't worse than mine. You don't remember? You don't remember the car I drove? 
<laughs> nigga, senior year, I had a night senior year is 2005, by the way, guys. I had a 1993 Buick LeSabre. You remember the green, the green machine? You remember that shit? Yeah, I remember the green machine. <laughs> hey, I, hey, look. You know, when my grandma passed, she had left me that car. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? That was my, that was my, I drove it, look, ready? Really shit, but having a raggedy car builds character, though. You learn how to change a tire. You learn, you learn where to radiate at. You <laughs> I can do anything in the car. No matter, even as new as the cars get now, I find a way to be like, oh, no, no, this shit over here. Give me a second. Because <laughs> I'd have I'd have, re- I'd have pulled that car apart and put it back together so many times. Matter of fact, with the newer cars, it pissed me off when you pop the hood. And it's like, why the engine looks so clean? Like, I don't see none of the moving parts. Remove this plastic piece. I need to see the parts that's moving so I can <laughs> like, spot what's fucking up with my shit. This shit too, pr- this shit too pretty. Like, take this. Hey, give me, give me the rent. Take this piece off because... I can't even see the you can't even see the goddamn engine. Right? Like, dude, I can't even see my battery. How how am I gonna change my own goddamn battery? I need 13 tools just to get to my battery now. This makes no sense. First of all, I do appreciate them putting the shit on top of the battery because somebody's somebody gotta gotta block that shit off. Cause sometimes it, your battery gets stole. So now I like that the battery a little bit harder to get the to get the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> when you say your battery gets stole, that remind me. Remember the CD players that you you could remove the face off so people wouldn't steal it? Oh, nigga fucked up, tore my whole dashboard out to get my <laughs> get my radio out, my bitch. <laughs> my nigga. Blonda stayed down the street from me. You knew this. <laughs> One day, he forgot to take the face off the CD player. Nigga broke in his car, took his shit. Like, damn, that's fucked up. Same happened to me. Who went, got the window fixed, got another CD player. <laughs> this time... <laughs> This fucked up. This time the nigga went and he took the face off, and them niggas still stole the shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that nigga was so hot. you gotta understand, dog. Like every two weeks, I check be like four hundred dollars. So for him to do that, that was his old paycheck, <laughs> and dog just like. A fucking, a, not even a month later, nigga broke in this shit and took it again. <laughs> that nigga put back the factory CD player and left it at that. And that's what you got to say, fuck it. That nigga gave up. He's like, man, I ain't putting no more new CD player in my shit ever again. Nigga. The fat part, the reason why I'm laughing is, same story, dog. Nigga stole my shit. The first time they just took it out. I took the, I took the plate off. Cause like I always, I used to take it into class and all that shit. Like I, I took the plate off the shit. Take the plate off was like a false sense of security. You thinking, okay, nigga can't use my shit. He ain't got the face for it. Them niggas ain't care. It's like when it's like when our parents believed in the club. <laughs> like remember the club? <laughs> they used to put the club on the steering wheel and shit. I never understood how that would prevent somebody from driving away. <laughs> You, can't you can t- just drive with the. It's on the steering it's wheel. Just you can't turn, turn that. The, you can't turn the steering wheel all the way around. The club. Remember, you said that one long piece, so you would never be able to make a full turn because of it. Motherfuckers drive straight. <laughs> he can't even back up. I seen a nigga. Um, it was one of them shows that was like, oh, they were trying to show how safe the club is, how to protect your car if it gets stolen. So they was like, oh, we have a professional carjacker here. He's going to show you how difficult it is to steal a car with the club on it. I guess they didn't realize how strong that nigga was. 
That nigga ripped that shit clean off the steering wheel. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Hey, hey, I've seen, I've seen like, I've seen some similar to that, but I've seen a nigga just go and completely just take your steering wheel right off. Right off. He had a steering wheel to put right on that bitch. That nigga was out of there in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so we do show you how difficult that nigga said. Zoop, zoop, flip. That nigga pulled the steering wheel out of his bag. <laughs> Block. That nigga was gone. See, don't be underestimating these thieves thinking you got security measures to keep them back. Nah. Nigga, they've been doing it. They do this shit all day. Wherever there's a will, there's a way. If they want your shit, they're going to take it. Simple as that. Every time. Just like Blondo CD player. <laughs> Damn. No, it's funny, but that shit hurt my heart when it happened. I was like, man, shit ain't even safe no more in my own fucking hood. Like, you get back and you like, because <laughs> you feel like. I was betrayed. Your car be parked in front of your house, like it's like your window is ten steps away. How the fuck this? You can hear to the me? glass break. How the fuck? No, because I had tents, and you know, no Blondell could hear the glass break because his bedroom window was facing the street, so he could hear the glass break. I hear you. So was mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that we, whatever they did when they broke it, because I had tents, it holds the glass, so it wasn't like a shatter. Uh, it's just a noise to break the glass, and then the, because of the tent, it holds the glass completely down. So, yeah, they got me. Damn, three M had, had this shit real tight. Couldn't do shit with it. <laughs> no, that shit hurt my heart. And they had the nerve the second time to leave the remote in the seat. You know, we used to have a uh, little remote. That's another thing that made no damn sense, <laughs> nigga. Your arms length from the radio. Why do I need a remote? Why? It's That's overkill. When, it's because when I'm standing outside playing music with the homies, I could change. I could change it from out here, because of the, the uh, hundred times that's gonna ever happen in your life where you get to show off. Hey, it's just it. It really is just a flex. Hey, watch right there. Watch this. And I could change this. What? Like, <laughs> honestly, I have no idea what the remote was for. This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E-F-E-N-D-E-E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. I listen to I listen to and watch this podcast called The Pivot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pivot went very viral, (laughs) very viral this last week um, because one of the the hosts on there, Channing Crowder, former Dolphin player, um, he had some words to say regarding Russell Wilson and Sierra's relationship. I'm going to let y'all listen. Sierra. Yeah, if Russell ain't had that bread, Sierra ain't going to be with him. (laughs) Russell's square. Russell Square, Russell Square, Sierra had a, she she has a good situation, but you don't leave Future and get with Russell Wilson. The thing is, I think that's what you're You don't leave Future and get with Russell Wilson. It's a type. Everybody got a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a type. You're going to leave Future and get with Russell Wilson? When you so damn square, and I love him on the field. He's a square. He's a fucking square. Channing, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. 
You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing, and you knew she deserved to be with him. <laughs> goofball. Yeah, you want that you guy. You want to get with you, goofball. No. That girl caught her straight for no reason. <laughs> no reason. Yeah, she she caught her straight. Like she ain't even. She that's a straight. She ain't even earn. <laughs> she yeah. She ain't even do nothing. She just chilling. Yeah. Be like, damn, why I'm getting called goofball on national TV? Yeah, shout out to goofball. But <laughs> this is going very viral. A lot of people have, have started to come, you know, speak up about it. And uh, I want to get your take on it. He, he said, was like, Russell, Russell Wilson's a square. He can't. And if, she, if he didn't have money, CR wouldn't be with him. Correct. I think he's right on both accords. And this is where I think people are fucked up. Hmm. And when I mean fucked up, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying where they confuse what... From what I've seen, people have different meanings for the term square. So when Channing is calling him a square, he's not calling him a square to say, Russell Wilson is lame. He's saying... He means square as in not a, not a bad boy, not a dude that's exciting. That's how he means it. At least that's how I took it for it to mean. He's not saying... Russell Wilson is a lame guy. He's just saying he's square. He's there's nothing bad boy about him. Where if you looked at Ciara's past, she dated rapper Bow Wow, who had uh, a a a Bow Wow. Must, I mean, a bad boy mystique. So she dated Amari Stoudemire, who looked like he was a little rough around the edges. And Future, do I even need to get to describe that guy? No, no. No, you good. Russell Wilson doesn't. He like if you were to do a Venn diagram of all the people she dated, those guys would have some overlap. Russell Wilson would be off on the circle, all on his own. The only overlap he would have is that he was an athlete. That is it, and he would share that with Amari. But other than that, they, there's not much to compare him to the other guys. And that's it. I don't think he meant it to insult Russell. And if we being honest. What Shannon said about him, that's nothing new. A lot of people have said Russell Wilson Agreed. is a square. <clears throat> Agreed. Um, I disagree with you on the fact that he wasn't saying it in a derogatory way, though. He definitely was saying it as, like, you watched the clip, right? Other than I've the audio. I've seen it, yes. You've seen the clip. I've he watched that podcast. one of my favorites. I have. I have watched it. He was definitely talking about him like, like he was He's a lame. lame? He was definitely giving him he's a lame vibes. I didn't take it that way. But go ahead, continue. Whenever you're talking about somebody, but you always have to throw a caveat in so that you know, like, hey, but I but I respect him over here. That was the thing that let me know he looked at it in a different way. He would because oh, could listen, that been that he know it could be misconstrued? It? Strewed. You don't need to edit. Which, you don't huh? need to edit. You don't need to edit. Misconstrued. Say it again. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna save you from that. No, one. no, I'm not gonna say it again. You're gonna leave all this in. Let the people hear that you corrected <laughs> me. Because you was gonna do that shit anyway. I wasn't. I was gonna take it out. But since you want to leave it in, we can leave it in. That's what she said. And you, you know, you're the king of leave it in. Um <laughs> Am I ever? <laughs> you you three for three, money. Um <laughs> and who knows how many, how many didn't, how many didn't hit. You know what I'm saying? Man. Leaving it alone. Anyway, but <laughs> You know when you have to throw in a caveat, there's something, and I'm not saying I'm not saying he was going after him. Like, I'm I don't even think it was a. I don't think it was like a personal a attack. I don't think it was a personal right. attack. Um, but there's something. There is a level of disrespect. A level of disrespect and a little level of 
toxic masculinity being played right in there. You disagree? No, I want you to kind of elaborate more. Because there is there is that thought process that unless you're like the the dangerous guy, the the bad boy, the... I hate, I hate both of those terms. If you're not a man's man, quote unquote, you're less than a man? You're less than a man. If you're not the one who was out here sowing your wild oats and all that other shit, you're less than. That that's not that's not a new concept to I the could, world. I, no, that's not a new concept, and I and yeah, that's. I agree with that. That's I mean I think that's some that you and I have both experienced, and we know guys who who subscribe by that same mentality as well. So go ahead. So I I'm not like I'm not here to bash Channing. I I actually want to just address the the whole. You could bash him. And no, like, I don't, no, 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 no. When I say that is because I, like you, I don't <clears throat> think it was a personal attack, but I do right. think there's a certain mindset that was that was being displayed in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Because I see a lot of people attacking him like, oh, you going to call that man a square because he want to take care of his family. You and know, that's not why he called them that. Right? Right? Because it's mostly, the squares have a look, maybe. Right? If you put Sierra's exes in a, in a row, right? Like you said, we talking Bow Wow, mm -hmm. Mari Stoudemire, Fifty Cent, Future. You put them in the list, and then you put Russell Wilson. One of these things are are not like the other. <laughs> Which is what I was saying with the Venn diagram example. No, no, it's exactly what you were saying. I'm, I'm using that as an example. But if you put them niggas in the lineup, you'd be like, "Oh, he ain't do it." <laughs> like I don't know if any of these other guys are criminals, but you can go ahead and take him out the lineup. He all right, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Which is also a stereotype in another way. But you see what I'm saying? Like, he just don't look the part. It's as simple as that. Right. But who determines that? Women. And that was what I wanted to say the whole time I saw everybody going at Channing Crowder. <laughs> because the truth is, the person, the beings who determine who's a square is not other niggas. Other niggas don't have anything to do with it. We don't. We don't make that decision whatsoever. We see the dude that's getting coochie or getting play, and you model yourself after him. Like, okay, whatever that guy is doing is working. Cool. Whatever that guy is doing is getting the opposite reaction, and they're shunning that guy. That ain't cool. We ain't fucking with that. That's basically how it works. And that shit is determined way early on when we're children, okay? <laughs> they showed the clip. Of uh, Russell Wilson, he was on uh, a show with Kevin Hart and the rest of the Plastic Cup boys. One of the guys asked him, you know, like, how did you get Sierra? Like, what was the line you gave her to hook her? And Russell Wilson tells a story about how they was uh, they met up somewhere and they were sitting down talking to each other, and he had his wallet on the table. He goes on to describe how his wallet looks. It's old, it's beat up, it's kind of falling apart, or whatever, whatever. While they're talking. He says, Sierra notices the wallet, and she's like, you know, like, hey, what's up with that? Why is, why is it, you know, like, raggedy, whatever? And he was like, well, you see this? This here is consistency. So if you get with me, this is what you're getting. Somebody who's consistent, somebody who's loyal. And the guys on the panel was like, oh, that's cool. That was smooth. <laughs> that was whatever, so whatever. smooth. That's like, I ain't gonna lie. Because when he said it, I was like, nah, nigga, that's lazy. You no, should get yourself a wallet. No, it's smooth because but... he has money. <laughs> 
Now, had she not known he... <laughs> nigga, listen, right. listen. You're had right. she not known he had money, if, if Russell Wilson... Let's say he was dressed nice, right? He had a nice outfit, fit him good, all that. But she didn't know how much he had in that in said wallet. And he would have pulled that line, that would have translated completely different. That would have been, oh, that doesn't translate to consistency. That would have translated to cheap. That would have translated to um, negligence. It would have translated to poor taste. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been as smooth as consistency and loyalty. Hell nah. But if I know you got money, then that throws cheap out the window because you got it. Matter of fact, even it, not that it throws cheap out the window, you're not worried about cheap. You feel it like does, Sierra is with Russell Wilson because of his money? No, I think money does play a factor. I think most women choose men based on security. He okay. brings security. I don't, I don't disagree with that. And he brings security in a lot of ways. Financially, um, emotionally. Like, you can tell he takes care of his wife. He I think that's the biggest one, though. Which one? Financial? Hell no, emotional security. Okay. That's okay. The, I was going to say. Now, if anything, I think that's the one that hooked her. I mean, Sarah, she got her own money. I don't know what her pockets look like, but I, I'm pretty sure her ribs ain't touching. It doesn't help that, you know, Russell Wilson makes what he makes. But, again, the whole thing why Channing called him a square, it's not a bad thing. I think at a certain said, age, women was... want squares. If, if, you get a girl, if you get a woman from, you know, when, when y'all young, in college, 21, 22, up to, let's say, about probably is 20, between 26 and 28. That's when the transition happens. After 28, I don't think they really care for bad boys anymore because they already had their taste in it. They already had their experience with a dude that's spontaneous and that lives life on the edge. After that, they're like, look, I want a nigga that's not going to put me in no kind of bullshit, a nigga that's safe, a nigga that I feel comfortable with once I walk out the door and go do my thing or he goes to do his thing. I ain't got to worry about what the fuck he's doing. I agree with you 100%. Right, because I was thinking as as this was going on, I try. Oh, you know, whenever these situations come, and like I feel like they spark good conversation. I always try to put myself in the position, right? Which position you put yourself in? Hear me out. So, growing up, I was athletic. I played sports. When I got to high school, it kind of just I didn't have the discipline for it. I I just wanted to have fun, be with my friends. So I wasn't re- I wasn't in sports much as high school. I, I think think I played like a spring game <laughs> one time. Right. Right? So, but what I was, was I was funny. I was blessed with these, I was blessed with these boyish good looks and this baby soft skin. Waves was on a swim. I, I got good grades and I could still be a class clown. You know what I'm saying? The jokes, I knew was my end. You know what I'm saying? Every girl loves a man who can make them laugh. But if you had to categorize me, I was a square. Absolutely. <laughs> And if I had to categorize you, Frank, you were a square. Am. Not was. Am. <laughs> Hashtag we are squares. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> so. L7 was my name on Facebook for a it while. It sure fucking was. Let's bring it back. <laughs> L7. And I knew it. And I embraced it. But I, I realized there were, the, there were the girls who, like, who you wanted to date. And you was like, why are you... This nigga is trash. Like, I ain't go dirty back on a nigga. But I, this nigga trash. How, how is it that you still... Yeah, he cutting class, he ain't getting good grades. You know he ain't going to college or no shit. And he's fucking around with the dope boys. Like, ain't no future there. But he's exciting. He's spontaneous. And that's what they want to try. They're young. They don't know no better. Cool. 
run across some same girls down the line. It's like, look, you the one that I really wanted to fuck with because you're, it's, there's security with you. I know what I'm getting. There's, there's, there's value in, in being sure of something. 100%. 100%. And even then, as we got over, I never dirty mad them niggas. I've never been, I've never been one for that. I'm going to just show you how good life is over here. But see, the thing is, if she ain't ready for it, then you can show her all Ooh, the good it got. She, if she ain't that. ready for it, she ain't ready for it. And that's why some of them, call back, and that's why some of them still on the list that owe me some pussy. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you know, you just... And with and I'm a, I'm gonna be real with y'all. All y'all all y'all niggas out there who's like, man, I wasn't really into the to the crazy. I wasn't doing girls dirty, at least not in a way that was like horribly dirty. I mean, we all done our dirt. I'm not I'm not trying to abstain. Yeah, you don't do yeah. it intentionally. Hurt people, hurt people. So if you was hurt, more than likely you hurt someone else. Yeah. So you know, a lot of these hoes went out there and dated a lot of men hoes, <laughs> and and around the time Frank says, they start coming back. Hey, how you? You start hey, getting hard head. eyes under your little pictures and shit. You're like, oh, okay. That's that's different. You ain't mm-hmm. never do nothing but like my pictures before, but you know, thank you. Appreciate you. That's when the <laughs> shit started to change. That shit, they it start. Let me tell you, I treat women pretty well. I feel like I do, right? I'm not right. saying all my relationships are perfect. I'm not saying that I'm the best at anything. We all you're not the perfect husband. There is no perfect husband. Everybody's working on their own thing, right? Absolutely. But I'm going to tell you this. I ain't ever had one not want to come back. Talk your shit. I, 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 I don't mean to talk my shit, but I'm just saying, I ain't never had one not want to come back. Not ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So I, I just, it's, it's, it's funny. It all comes around. I can't say the same. I know that something's like, oh, they hope I get hit by a bus or some shit. Damn, really, Frank? Dude, nigga, I was horrible. You did, you did get to a face. Like after that, after that, you know, everyone has a breakup in their life. So, Frank, around the shit, time. Even before that, I was an asshole too. You know, Frank, you ain't know no what? excuse for me. It really isn't until you met your wife and she told you the fact that when you tell me some of the shit you the, the, the relationship rules, like, hey, you can't talk to me after seven shit that you was doing with these girls. Nine. <laughs> after nine? It wasn't seven, it was nine. Okay, respect you. Okay, I'm gonna respect you till the sun went down. <laughs> You're right. Like my dating rules was ridiculous. I admit that. I think it what really made me open my eyes and notice my wife was she put her foot down and put a stop to all that shit. She was like, no. You're not going to see me only on weekends. We are going to talk past nine. We are going to spend time with each other. And I was like, what? You you want to talk to me every day? Like, we got to talk every day. Like, I know you a lot. Every day? Like, I liked your posts. Like, you know I'm, <laughs> like, you know I'm alive. Like, okay. But before, man, we talk once a day. Talk for about an hour. If you're lucky, two hours. That's it. That's a, that, for one, that's a lot of time, by the way. That's, it is. I'm not trying to be on the phone all day. You talk to me for an hour. We get a good hour in. We could talk about your favorite TV show, what happened in your day, what your, what your dreams and aspirations are, and after that, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> after that, I got to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you to what I got to leave you to. Go ahead. Do your thing. 
Because Frank, let me man. tell y'all, Frank is the king. His wife told me this, and I was like, that nigga been doing that shit since I met him. Frank is the king of, hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and let you go when he want to get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got something to do. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to let you go ahead and do what you're doing over there. Um, I'm going to, like, and he'd be like, Frank, and every time I catch in there, I'd be like, bruh, just tell me you want to end the conversation. It's fine. I'm not your girl. Like, I don't care. <laughs> If you feel like the, the conversation has run its course, it's run its fucking course. We can move the fuck on. Nah, Frank. Frank that was be like, my way of saying, all right, y'all boys. Yeah. That nigga, like, that right, nigga's I'm gonna the let you king go. of that. All right, man. I'm going to let you go. You don't got to let me. I, nah, nigga. I was fine. We was mid-conversation. But if you want to stop talking, we can stop. <laughs> my feelings not going to be hurt. I don't got to lay next to you, nigga. Like, I'm good. But, but yeah, I can no, imagine I'm... how... Yeah, ridiculous dating rules. I'm probably gonna get judged by that shit, but it's all good. No, nah, I, I, bro, I've had ridiculous dating rules. Like, like, like I said, I'm a, I'm an ambivert. An ambivert is someone who can bounce between introvert and extrovert. Um, okay. Because I have a a low social battery, most times. But like, if I'm at work all day and I've had to talk, I've had to be Marvin all day. Like, I had to be like this level of person. You need talk to, to people. unplug, bro. You need to. A refresh. When I first, I need to, I need to decompress. Like my my brain just needs to decompress. Now, if I can, after work, sit down and talk to you on the phone, an hour or two, you 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 have found a way to capture my life. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's a lot of time for me, and and, it, and if, that means I've gotten very comfortable with you. You know what I'm saying? And and on top of that, if I'm being completely honest, I was selfish. And the way I saw it, if I got to cut my time at the gym, if I had to cut my time with my friends, people I want to hang out with, if I got to cut my time playing video games or doing nothing. And people you want to hang out with as if she's not essentially a part of that list. It's amazing the things we used to prioritize over women. But see, the thing is, like, it was a, a, you were on that list, but you wasn't high as other people, you know, when when you first started dating. Understood. Right. And then there's over time, you know, your social, your emotional bank account grows, and now you're more valuable than the other people. And okay, okay, therapy. Okay, somebody <laughs> went to a little couple stay. Somebody that had a little um, what's that? What's that? What's that? Um, that premarital therapy, that premarital classes that y'all got to take. No, it's not premarital no more. We married now. Um, but uh, it's, it's couples counseling. No, but I thought you. I thought you had counseling. to take some premarital counseling beforehand. And, oh yeah, yeah, you do. And I'm sure that, but it's not mandatory. It's just highly recommended. recommended. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but go ahead, say what but you're yeah. saying. Go, go, you you was talking your shit. My bad, dog. I ain't even mean that. I no, it's all good. Go ahead, do your thing. So, like, you know, when y'all first link up, whether you know, ask for the number, whatever. She, there's something in the account. It's just the value of that account is not as high as the other people who, who bring social value to your to your life. But over time, as you invest in her, as she invests in you, that account grows. And then now you would choose to hang out with her over those people. But before then, if my account with you ain't that high, but yet I'm still choosing to spend time with you over, that says something. Now, again, it's one of those things where it's like, if you, if, and again, I'm not going to say you make the person, but if you... If you if if people, you make the person choose, do, like if, here, I have three relationship rules. One is people make time for what they want. Absolutely. Two, honesty is key. And three is what you were just about to hit on. 
is people do what you allow them to do. Yes. So if you allow me to conduct myself as a boyfriend or as a guy you're talking to in a certain way, then if I'm comfortable with, and niggas are, we love routine. So if there's a routine that I can fall into, I do this, I do this, I come home, I talk to you for X amount of time. By then, by then, I could do, I could do this, I could do that, I could eat, da da da. I watch my shows, the game start, I can go to bed. Like we love a routine. We can fall into a what? routine, like, like, but like we Routines love that are shit. Safe. <laughs> it's predictable. That's who we are, and that's why girls cheat on us way better than we cheat on them. Because it's two things. They one, they know our routine. So if they need to All do something. They got to do is just, find the blind spots in the routine and do the shit that they do. Also, this is how we get caught more. Is because we're creatures of habit. We they know our fucking routine. Once we start breaking routine, it's like when you start going with when you start going to get drinks with Marvin in the middle of a week. When that started? <laughs> when that started? When y'all start doing that? See, and then that's how they, that's how we always that's get caught. Exactly how that question is brought up too. Same facial expression and all. When you start doing that. And then we be so stupid, we can't even answer it straight. We just, what you mean? <laughs> Nigga, that's the, the constant by time. What you, what you mean? When you say that's what you mean, that you might as well stamp guilty on your forehead. Like, Yeah, I did it. What you mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie to you. You caught me. Because all this was going to lead to was more red flags that I dropped in. Let me, let's just skip past all that. Yeah, you got me. I was fucking up. See... That's another thing women don't like. You a ever, guy that's honest? No. No. Stay with me. You ever do something wrong? And this is this goes into the whole what you mean thing that we talked about before. If they already mad and you don't let them get their full why I'm mad at you argument out, that pissed uh... them off even more. You know, like, you like, you know, don't hit them with it. You know what you write. Very off the bat, it's almost like you want, oh, so you're not going to let me speak? You're not going to let me speak? <laughs> and he'd be like, no, babe, you you right. Like, I shouldn't have. No, because now you're trying to rush past all. She had shit she had to say. She was going to lay out all <laughs> them fucking red flags before we got to your punishment. We had shit we had to do. And you trying to just cut to the chase? Nah, she ain't for that. You you're right, because I don't know what it is, but it leaves them stuck in some type of weird discomfort if they don't get it out themselves. So if you come home and it's like, you can see the attitude or she say some shit like, oh, we need to talk. And it's like, you know what? I understand why you're mad. I did this and this. And I know it affected you this way. I'm sorry. I won't do it. Or I did this to rectify what I did. And now they just stuck there with the mind everything they it's done mapped fuck. out. Is it's, it's stuck in them now. They can't get it out. Because now if they say everything, it's been like, I already said that. Now you looking crazy. See, they So now they just looking... <laughs> they couldn't transfer that negative energy that they've been building up to talk to you about all day. They couldn't transfer it to you because here you come with your extra positive ass energy. So now she's sitting here like, <sighs> they gonna get that energy out one way or another. It's gotta come out. It's gotta come out. <laughs> it's gotta come out one way or another. <laughs> it's got to. But yeah, they gonna burn your food. They gonna season it horribly. Whoa, this is happening <laughs> in the household. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. No. Hey, I, I, I ain't never, I ain't never had nobody burn no food on purpose, or at least I didn't know. Maybe are these these red flags I need to start paying attention to? Now you know she know how to make steak, but that one time she makes steak, it's overly seasoned, so now it got that weird bark on it, and it just don't taste good. Mm. She had to get you one way or the other. She had to feel like she won. 
So and then they ask you that stupid. She never asked you how it tastes because she already knows she know how to cook it. She already know you like her cooking. But that one time she asks, it tastes good. Your dumbass lied to her. Yeah, it's cool. Because <laughs> we ain't gonna give it no rave reviews. Because we already, we, it's already tension built. So I feel like it could almost be a trick question. So I'm gonna give you like, no, nah, it's it's good, it's good. And then that'll be the same day she tell you, oh, don't eat nothing. I'm gonna cook. So now she know you've been hungry all goddamn day. She kicked this steak horribly, and now you only ate a third of that shit. And you bet not go and get some Wendy's afterwards. <laughs> so now you went your whole day eating a third of a steak. That's how, that was her get back. Man, I never thought about it. I had a girl undercook some chicken on me one time. That girl was trying to give you salmonella poisoning. Nigga, I said that. I said... <laughs> <laughs> and, and she cooked everything else was on point, right? Like, the, she had made some yellow rice, some streaming. She even made some banana pudding. Because <laughs> we had gotten to a little argument or whatever. And this was supposed to be like the little makeup Then We was going to talk, whatever, whatever. But my fried chicken was fried on the outside. That inside... Still alive. She let that bitch sit in that <laughs> oil for six minutes. The inside was still alive. Like, I'm gonna get the outside of that bitch nice and brown. I'm gonna serve him that shit. And I I I went to bite into it. I said, <laughs> 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 But you know, you gotta play it off at first. Like, yeah, I'm doing extra chewy and then you know, yeah. you gotta turn the meat around because I wanna look like what's going on in here. Shit be nigga. pink as fuck on the inside. Nigga, I man, when I tell you I hate I hate it with the smoothest get that shit out your mouth with the napkin, the look. Mm. Yo, I'm <laughs> nigga. not about to give me no salmonella poisoning. Had me shitting for 42 hours. I'm and, good. Then, and then I looked at hers, nice on the inside. I said, Oh, this a setup. <laughs> you was going, <laughs> you was really trying to take me out the game. I brought this up to her a couple weeks later, but <laughs> day of, I ain't say nothing. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. She was going. She's gonna have your ass in the ER. Yeah, stomach like, and knots. Don't know what's wrong with you. Like, yeah, I had just. I had. You know, it's crazy. I had a big lunch. <laughs> Nigga went to bed <laughs> hungry. You checking as fuck. that paper. Did you eat any undercooked shellfish, poultry, or beef? Yep, a chicken was undercooked like a motherfucker. Nigga, horrible man. Oh man, I, I did you see Plies? Plies tweeted. He was like. And this is back to Russell Wilson. Um, Plies tweeted, what's crazy to me, I ain't never seen Russell Wilson hate on nobody. Bro, make his money, take care of his family, mind his business. It don't get no realer than that. True. And I don't have, I, honestly, when he, when he said that, I was like, honestly, yeah, I don't got nothing else to say about that. There's nothing bad you could say about Russell Wilson. He's a stand-up dude all the way around. But if you were to say, if, the thing is, I think it's how people perceive the word square. And people also I think it, it was I think it's how it was delivered as well. Cause if you if you watch his animation, it was delivered in a way that was like, come on, like you can't tell me it didn't feel like he But was, he talks like that. If you watch the show, he talks like that on every topic. I, that is him. That's his personality. I, and that's thing, and that's probably you know like you every host has that oh not every every show but he's probably the the person on the show who I'm like okay his opinion don't matter to me <laughs> and that's, and that's you know bad. what no okay you know who but, Shannon is everybody has that one friend that's your friend you fuck with that person hundred percent but you got to give people a disclaimer before they, they meet rid- that friend 
So, like, when you're merging friend groups, it'd be like, yo, trust me, Frank is cool. He may come off this way, but trust me, he's cool. Just give him a shot. Channing is that guy. Where it's like, look, I really fuck with him. He's cool. You might not like him at first because he a little different, but just trust me. <laughs> That's him. Okay. Okay. But at the same time, what I found most, most interesting about everything is how people would interpret it. Because it was, it was one of those things where it was like, it was like no middle ground. Like how people viewed it on the spectrum was, was way, way different. You had some people that was just wholeheartedly on Channing's side and was like, no, Russell Williams, Russell, Russell Wilson is a lame and all this and that, although I don't think he was calling them lame. And then you had people yeah. saying, oh, he, he called them lame because he's raising kids and he has a job. And it's like, nah, the hell no, nah, that don't make you a square. That's not what he was saying either. Like, where y'all coming from with this shit? He's basically comparing, like, basically he was saying this guy is completely different from this guy. Guy A, future is a player, he's a he's the cool rapper guy, he dresses nice, blah, blah, blah. Russell Wilson is the boring press conference giver, all-star athlete who you can set a clock to how he's going to answer a question. He gives you nothing. He shows very little personality in to his interviews. World. To the world, yeah. To the world. I'm pretty sure behind closed doors, he's probably cool as shit. He's probably human in every way. But the thing is, in an interview, if I'm not mistaken, when he was growing up as an athlete, like, he's been trained and conditioned by his father to say, hey, look, you're going to be a star athlete. They're going to ask you these questions. They're going to treat you like this. So whenever you get in these situations, this is how you talk to them. Whenever they ask you these questions, this is how you answer. So at a young age, when you put a camera in front of him, you're interviewing him, he knew how to give press conference answers. So now I believe he's conditioned. Whenever he's in front of a camera, He's going to give you, he's not going to give you anything you can take back and say, hey, well, he said this. Like, when Russell Wilson lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots, there's no footage of him pouting, being upset. He said all the right things to the point that you don't, it's not even noteworthy of what he said, although he threw a pick on the last play. Cam lost the Super Bowl, and Cam got his ass handed to him. That old line didn't help him out. He was getting body slammed left and right. When they did his press conference, he was pouting, and they 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 ragged on his ass for a while for pouting and not and not losing with grace. You can't say that shit about Russell Wilson. He knows what to say. He knows what to say to keep you off his ass. He knows to give you the boring answer that gives you no talking points. I, I hear you on that, but back to that Super Bowl. Which one? It was the, back to the Russell Wilson Super Bowl. Oh, okay, because I, I mentioned the Carolina. No, I got you. Okay, yeah. back to the Russell Wilson Super Bowl. It was very clear what play should have been called in that should moment. Give right? the Marshawn. That was, but, and that's what people stuck on. It wasn't because if there's going to be a play where a quarterback has a chance to really throw a pick, if he's going to throw for the win, because there's no throw it away in that moment. There was no throw it away. No. It, Last you had play to game. throw for the pick, I mean, for the touchdown. That's not the play you, that's not the play you call going to win the game when you have the running back that you have and the gameplay that's been going on all all season and then especially in that game it was just it was more about Pete Carroll's bad play call even you're right and Russell threw the pick he, he should have had his ass handed to him cuz you threw the game away 
literally. But it was like, should he have been put in that position in the first place? Exactly. And you I think that's where everybody's stuck on. You have a guy that earned the name Beast Mode on your team. That's not just a nickname he had since Pop Wonder. He's earned that name in 100%. the NFL. Give that dude the ball. Give him the ball and get the fuck out the way. And it wasn't... I don't even think they stacked the box. So he would have had a solid chance to get them two yards. I think the 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 play call was estimating that they would stack the box. Like, it was, it was considered that they would stack the box. And they did stack it a little bit. It wasn't ridiculous, but even then, it was so close, he could have earned that. It was it was half a I think it was half a yard. He could have earned that half a yard. We yeah. arguing a Super Bowl from like 10 years ago at this point. <laughs> but still, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, that 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 that, that Patriots defense was Bring like background, man. You really you really want to talk about the Patriots defense right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just this is the last thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Him throwing that pick, I ain't too mad. I'm mad at Pete Carroll, yes. I ain't too mad at Russell. Because that was the number one defense in the NFL that year. Like, that defense was tough. 100%. But y'all should have ran the damn ball. Because you had been doing it the whole game. It wasn't like... And it, it wasn't worked. like it wasn't it was working. working. That's my thing. It wasn't like it wasn't working. It was working. Anyway. But long story short, he's not... Russell is not a lame. Is he a square? Yes. Is a square a bad thing? No. And square doesn't doesn't mean lame. I mean, it doesn't. At least to me, it doesn't. I I hear you, but I understand the connotation that's put on there. And as I said, the people who assigned that that feeling and why people don't like to be called squares, it's y'all fault, ladies. It's definitely y'all fault. I found it funny because a lot of ladies who was defending Russell the most were the same ladies. Who was probably dissing him when he was with taking pictures with that white girl that they was calling goofball. And it's probably the same ladies who was probably passing rumors around in middle school calling Sierra a hermaphrodite. Wow, you took it all the way back through everything, didn't you? Absolutely. Now they the same ones defending them, them like no tomorrow. Well, Sierra, he in the lane. Sierra, Sierra, Sierra's prayer. <laughs> Sierra gave that prayer and got her a Russell Wilson. And now that's 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 what they want right now. Can they identify one? Identify what? A Russell Wilson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy who's not your... Like, you know how... Ladies, if y'all have a problem, here it is. Look at your baby daddy. Not him. (laughs) You look at your baby daddy, you see him, right? That's not the guy. (laughs) You go for the other guy. Lil Duval got his ass chewed a little while ago because he Um, made a a comment. pause. Pause. Go ahead, continue. We're not doing this. Everybody know I'm not talking about nothing gay. Although, if you talk about something gay, that's nothing wrong with that. You could be gay. Look, but... look at the Frank with the cleanup. <laughs> 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 Frank had to go. He went right in with the cleanup. You know, you know, because right. you know, you, you can say gay stuff. You know, it's no, it's okay. Yeah, you, you can gay be stuff. gay. Not my business. <laughs> Just saying. But uh, he got his ass handed to him because he said something along the lines of, "There's a whole bunch of Russells out there." It's just they're not rich, so y'all don't want them. And then they got mad. <clears throat> so it's like, again, going back to the comment I made about the wallet. I I don't I I, I don't want to say that she's only with that nigga for for his money because I don't it's think that's not, true. But, but 
security is attractive. Oh, 100% to every girl. But the thing is, I think it's such a negative connotation for a woman to be attracted to security and people call her a gold digger mm-hmm. where they they go they do backflips to say, "Oh no, I'm not a gold digger. I'm not with him from the money." But if, it helps. <laughs> Just it admit helps. it helps. Admit it helps. Right. Someone Let's who's financially like, stable. If you choose to, Yeah, if you choose to to settle down with a man and have a family with them, at no point in your life do you want to feel like, "Oh, we might be asked out." Now, if you know this man, and let's say he's not loaded, but you see he's ambition and his plan makes sense. Like, hey, I'm I'm gonna I don't have no money now, but I'm going to, to medical school. Once I'm done with medical school, I'm, I'm gonna start, you know, working at John Hopkins as a brain surgeon and blah blah blah. Okay, cool. That's you my have thing. a plan. You have a plan. You I'm gonna you... stick with you long enough to see. If that plan is falling in place, if it, if the plan is moving along, then cool, I'm going to stick around. But if you're not sticking with it, I'm out of there. And that's okay. Ain't if, nothing wrong with being attracted to security. No. I, I, it's the niggas that don't have no security. Them the ones that get offended by it. <laughs> them the ones that call a gold digger. Oh, you only with a nigga because of his money. No, not only, but since you don't have any, now you feel <laughs> like you have no, <laughs> like you feel like you don't have no shot. You tweeted that out of your mama house. <laughs> like I'm just saying. And the thing is, you ain't got to be the richest. Just show you got something. Show that you're you're ambition and you could work for something. She just don't want to feel she'll go without if she go with you. That's basically it. Agreed. And, and I you don't have to have the bag. You just need to know your purpose. Like, if you don't have the bag, you need to know your purpose. You need to know, this is how I know my purpose. This is what I'm into. This is how I'm going to get to the money. That's all. Right. There's plenty of niggas that make 30000 a year, and women happily choose these men. Because they know, okay, he he doesn't make six figures a year. But whatever it is, he could provide if he's handy. Some breaking the house, he ain't got the money to pay somebody, but that nigga know how to fix it himself. Something happened with my car, he ain't got to pay a mechanic. He could fix it himself. Like, whatever, cooking, he ain't got to take me to the fancy restaurant. Nigga could cook himself, so I won't go without. He's attractive. Now, if you can't do none of that shit, and you don't make anything, and she asks you, so what you do for a living, and you saying shit like, well, you know, I do my thing. (laughs) No (laughs) way. It'd be no them women. niggas. It'd be them <laughs> same niggas who, you know, that I'm just doing my thing, niggas. Them be the same niggas that don't provide at least the emotional security because they be the same niggas out here slanging dick. <laughs> I making you making you what do you what do you call them? Making uh ghetto twins and shit. Them be the same nigga when the girl asks, "What are we?" They just say, "Look, man, we just taking it a day at a time." Mind you, they've been fucking with each other three years. But he tells her, man, we just taking it a day at a time. When she asks, what are we? Nigga, get out of here. <laughs> she don't need to be dealing with you. Nah, man. Did you see that horrible April Fool's prank? This guy was with his girl for like 17 years. And he was in a restaurant. You Have saw, you seen it? I saw it. It's not even a restaurant. To be clear... They was at a cheese. It was at a cheesecake factory. <laughs> hey man, cheesecake factory got good food. That's a restaurant. Hmm. Okay, cheesecake factory is the. Watch First you say all, something silly about the cheesecake factory. Who me? 
Yeah, you. First Cheesecake all, Factory got good food. I ain't gonna disrespect Cheesecake Factory. I had Cheesecake Factory not too long ago. I don't have a problem with Cheesecake Factory other than this menu too goddamn big. I don't know what the fuck I want because there's too much shit on here. <laughs> okay? okay? Outside of that, that with thing. the Cheesecake Factory, Cheesecake Factory was like, when we was coming up, Cheesecake Factory, that was like, oh, we going somewhere special. <laughs> you know? It was. <laughs> I would take us somewhere when special. When we didn't know no better. You know? But he said this was, they, that's what, they've been together 17 years. That's the place where they had their first date. So it's like, okay, Cheesecake Factory, that's nice. That's real nice. And then he faked a prank. Like he faked asking her to marry him and then going to yell April Fool's as if it was a joke to everybody else in the restaurant after they clapped. But she wasn't in on the joke. Herein lies, if you're going to make a joke that involves, involves a woman, please let her be in on the joke. Here go another example of that. Duh. If... Put a, I don't condone... Now, see, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because I said Will Smith had was, wasn't in the wrong slapping Chris. I don't condone violence to a degree. Oh, and niggas was mad about that, boy. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you. If I were to look up on the news one day and heard that nigga got stabbed, I'd be like, I get it. Don't do that. I get it. Because there was, there was this... Uh, that recently just came out this... um These social media, these YouTubers... Um, in Miami. In Miami, and she stabbed her homeboy, so... I'm glad you heard about that. I wanted to talk to you about that. That shit, was, that shit is wild to me, man. That story is wild. But you know what bothers me about it? People's reaction? Because that same guy has... You know, whenever something happens, people dig back in your, your past and see what type of person you were, so to speak. So they look back in his past to see that he had tweets talking bad about black women and saying how he wanted a white girl and all this and that. Unfortunately, fast forward, he was stabbed to death by his partner, who was a white woman, who is a white woman. So now you got people that's like saying things like, well, he got what he deserved or he got what he wanted and that's shit wild like that. To me. And it's fuck out of here. And it's like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, granted, this is my thing. If somebody don't fuck with you, like if you know somebody who doesn't date whatever you are, so let's use me for an example. If I were to, let's say, approach a girl or whatever, and I know if she tells me, oh, I don't do black guys, or I don't fuck with Haitian dudes, or whatever. I'm not going to wish no ill will on her. It's like, okay, cool. I'm just not going to fuck with you. That's it. I'm going to let you go your way. I go mine. At no point, I'm going to wish something some bad happened to you. And I don't get why we do that. And seeing people do that, especially if after something bad happens to a person, you look up their past, that gives me the same vibes that they do when somebody dies at the hands of police, like George Floyd or somebody, the moment you get killed is like you look for a reason to justify their death, and I I just think that practice is foul as fuck. No, it's a foul. It's a foul practice. Um, and I think that's being brought up because it began to get social media uh, attention because this white woman stabbed this black man, and I guess she they Baker acted her, and she was out on bail. Like she was out on bail in less than like they say it was less than like twenty four hours. At least that's what the that's what his sister said when she tweeted it. I don't think it was because if they make her actor, I think they got to keep you seventy two. But um, he said she's she was out on bail. Yeah, she's out. She's out. That is crazy. No pun intended. No. So, from what I understood, they say when <laughs> they said no pun intended. Duh, I don't know. It was it was. I mean, that was a solid one, right? When you're Baker acted, they're supposed to hold you for 72 hours, correct? Correct. 
And that's not, you're not being held in jail. So even if they release you for the 72 hours, she's supposed to get apprehended and then taken to prison. I mean, not prison, taken to jail. Not That should have happened, arrested. right? Arrested, huh? yeah. Yeah. So, what the fuck? I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't dug into the story enough to, to know everything And, and I'm not it. asking you to give me concrete answers on that because, you know, this is not your area of expertise. I mean, you're not, you know, you're not a state attorney or anything like that. So you wouldn't know, like, the loopholes that would allow somebody to, you know, yes, be walking free off of some yes, shit I like do. that. I'm not saying she's not going to jail. They, she's out on bail. On a potential murder charge? But I do know the loophole. I'm listening. White. Anything I else guess. you want to bring to the table? <laughs> like, because yeah, I, I, I got nothing on that. I guess you're right. Anything else you want to bring to the table, sir? No. All right then. Not at hit all. me with your hit me with your old school vibe of the week, boss. Old school vibe of the week. That niggas do you the same thing every year. That nigga do the same thing every episode. <laughs> Old school vibe of the week. That nigga ain't doing shit, but buy you in time. Exactly. But you don't got to do that because I, I'm be honest with you, I'm I'm trying to make some de- determinations myself of what my vibe of the week is. So you good. Okay, bet. Appreciate it. But but what's been what's been what's been in your heavy rotation? Oh, any old school stuff that's been in your heavy rotation recently? Actually, I just downloaded um, Ice Cube's Greatest Hits, and uh, I've been it's like seventeen tracks on this shit. I've been bumping them. The last song I was playing was Jacking for Beats, but my old school vibe is not gonna be Jacking for Beats. It's gonna be that this song he had for Dr. Dre, No Vaseline. Although No Vaseline isn't on his greatest hits album, it's just that's probably, in my opinion, one of the greatest rap diss songs ever. Not the greatest, just one of. It's like top ten. You get fucked by a white boy with no Vaseline. Ice Cube is a dope rapper. I don't think he get the flowers he deserves, in my opinion. It's because he turned he turned actor so early on. It's like. Yeah, Ice Cube was not Ice Cube, but LL Cool J was a was he would be considered, I guess, a square rapper. You know, like I put him in that category with with Will Smith, and you know, like they're very cool safe J? rapper. They're safe rappers. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think Will Smith would be in a different box than LL listen, would listen be to me. on listen to the, what, the, let me, the fringe. Let me spin it first. Let me okay, spin go it ahead. First. My bad. <laughs> They've they've been out of that game for so long that people see their new persona as who they've been forever. The LL Cool J, like LL Cool J's been an actor for so long. He hasn't really been an active rapper in a very long time. Will Smith hasn't been an active rapper in a very long time. Give or take the couple things they dropped since they became big as actors, they don't really hit the same. Same for Ice Cube. Yeah, we know Cube got, that's why he still can play the tough guy role. In almost everything he does, but people mostly remember this version of him than they remember that version of him. So it's hard for him to get his just due because it's been so long and this new persona is what people like. Like, people almost forget Ice-T was a rapper talking about, talking about, you know, fuck police and all that other shit. And that nigga been playing the police on TV for 20 years. Right. You know, it's funny. Everybody you named 
have transitioned out of rap successfully. However, they can, as far as skill goes, they they still have the skill to rap. They're still good rappers. I just think the sound has changed. So now when people perceive their raps, they think it's whack. I think if LL Cool J would have stepped in the booth, he could put a good song together. Now, will that song be on the radio? Probably not, because the sound has changed. Same goes for Will. Like, um... When when Jaden Smith dropped the song Icon and that song did well, I think it it went platinum on 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 streaming or whatever the shit. In in honor of his son or to like you know big up his son, he jumped on Will the remix. Smith, he jumped on the remix, dude. It wasn't bad. It was dope. You know what I mean? But again, it's Will Smith, so it's not gonna get the same. Hell, the song Icon didn't get the same look on radio. Like, although it did well on streaming services, I don't recall hearing it on 99 Jams or 103.5 ever. Get what I'm saying? No. no. But it was a good song. Based off of the, like, people people forget how important your, your persona is as a person. You know, your brand to be a rapper, like, in order to get you accepted in a certain space, your brand needs to be a little different. And Jaden's never given super hip-hop to say no. the least. <laughs> and I I think it used... Yeah, you're right. It used to be like that, but I don't... It's not like that anymore. Because you have somebody like Tyler the Creator. When the last time you heard a Tyler the Creator song on the radio? He's a different beast, though. Same... Wait, but how he's Kobe never say, really Same got, animal, different beast. <laughs> he never got radio love like that, and he fucking kills it. I think he has two Grammys now. Yeah, I think he just got best. I think he got best rap album. It's crazy. We didn't even talk Grammys, but he got best rap album uh, in the last Grammys that just passed last week. Right. So yeah, and I think most people can say they haven't heard his songs on the radio, but people love his music. They stream it. Maybe radio is losing the chokehold it had on the, on the whole music industry. Maybe it's losing grip on that now that streaming services are what I, they are. Bro, I could have told you that hundred percent. And I'm gonna tell you this, and and then I'll jump into my vibe of the week. But uh, bro, I can tell you, I do not listen to the radio ever. Me neither. I don't. Everything I listen to be off of playlist and shit. Like I'll go listen. I'll every once in a while I'll go to refresh my own personal playlist. I'll go look at the playlists that have been curated on on title or on Apple Music because that's where I pay for shit. <laughs> to play those places and then I'll pull from the shit that I like and continue to add to my ongoing playlist that I usually update like every quarter. So yeah, I don't listen to that's why when you got like my friends find it crazy when I say I haven't heard a Kodak Black song. Like I probably heard it through osmosis just you know because you know you're on the internet you're gonna hear certain things but I have never listened to an entire song because it's just not a part of what I that's not. I don't go to the radio to listen to the music. I haven't. I haven't for years. Same here. And I used to be a big fan of the Radio because I used to like the interviews, like Breakfast Club interviews, Ricky Smiley, um, morning show interviews. But, but you had to be there for those interviews back then. Now absolutely. I could just wait an hour after you know after the, the radio show is over and it, the interview, the full interview, not even the little pieces of the interview that I would get listening to the radio, the full hour long interview. I could just wait and watch it on YouTube. Right. I get more money for my better. butt waiting than than listening to it on the radio. And then and those interviews are better cuz those when you catch it on YouTube, they don't have to abide by FCC guidelines and you can hear 
the raw uncut that the radio would have to edit out. What's your new vibe? Um, well, no, what's your old school vibe? Oh, okay. My one old school. Um, I'm gonna take it back to Jamie Foxx's first album. Uh, Can I Take You Home? It's like just good classic art. Got a lot of people fronted on Jamie Foxx, and I always, I could always tell that he could sing for years before he dropped who? that first album. Who you saying? Who what? Who fronted, who fronted on Jamie, Jamie Foxx? Fox? Yeah, you. There's been very few to make the transition that he made, where it was the opposite of the guys we just talked about, where they were taken serious in co- in comedy and in acting, but actually could translate it over and actually be taken serious in music. Very few make that jump. It's usually the True. other way around. No, 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 you're right. But what I'm saying is, I thought Jamie Foxx was regarded, I like universally regarded as one of the most talented men in show business. So we all knew he could sing, he can do comedy, he can act. Like, there's nothing this guy couldn't do. Agreed. There's a lot of people who can do all of those things, but can you be taken seriously in the industry for singing? Because, yeah, we Jamie Foxx has proven he could sing in all his in all his specials and everything, but it wasn't until he dropped that album that he proved he could be taken seriously in the industry because he had had previous albums to this he had put out music right. but he was never taken seriously that him linking up with <laughs> them having that big hit with slow jams <laughs> and twister i'm gonna have to blank such and such his name out of there again for the third week in a row but until that happened we weren't taking him seriously and there was a huge jump after that and i just that can i take you home was just one of my it's one of my favorite r&b songs and Jamie Foxx is a beast. He's taken, he's, I believe he's taken seriously in everything he does. He, he doesn't miss. Never. I'm, I'm waiting for that Mike Tyson movie he's working on. I think that shit is going to be dope. I'll wait till I see it. It's hard to see someone. Did mimic you see the, the clip of him talking about it? I've heard him talk about it, but it's hard to see someone mimic the voice. And how much I'm gonna be able to take it seriously and, and get lost in the I like I, in a biopic, I need to almost blend and forget that you're not said person. I think he's gonna do so, he's gonna do so good of a job playing Tyson where people would compare it to his role playing Ray. I I I and and honestly, that would be the best thing if he could. I, I I'm not rooting for, against it. All I'm saying is. Mike Tyson's voice is so very specific and that that demeanor is so very specific. I Even when people do it, it's always been done in a comedic way. I haven't ever seen anyone try to mimic Mike Tyson in a non-comedic way. So I think it's going to be very... You have to be very good at acting. And I want... And I believe he's... Jamie Foxx definitely has the chops, but I've never seen anyone mimic Mike Tyson in a way that's serious. So I got to see how that translates. You'll see. Okay. All right, man. Give me a new school vibe of the week. I mean, do I need to say it? Well, you and I know what your new school vibe of the week is, but there's people who may not listen to the same type of music we listen to. So, sir. Pusha T just dropped another single, Neck and Wrist, featuring Jay-Z, produced by Pharrell. And it is fire. Did you you pay attention to Jay-Z's verse? Because he got the hardest line in the song. Uh, If you're going to put the Twitter bar... Hell no, not the Twitter bar. The bar about if Jay-Z, I mean, if Biggie, is something along the lines of 
if Biggie didn't, if they what say, he said was, I got you. What he said was, thank you. Look, what he said was, if Biggie was alive, he wouldn't be in this position. That Hope wouldn't be in this position. But if Biggie, but if Biggie survived, was alive, all y'all would have got was the commission, which is the group right. that Jay and, and Biggie was and working on. Biggie were working on together. So it was a, it was a hard line, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I need a couple more listens before I call it like a fire song. I felt like take both, all the listens you need. It's fire like, in my opinion. No, no, no. I'm not taking bro. Come on, bro. It's it's, it's whole. I'm not. Come on now. You know I'm not. You know I'm a whole. How they call it? I'm a whole venger. You know what I mean? Like I I ride for whole. You know what I'm saying? You know a song that I think you should listen to? I don't know if you heard it. Drug Dealers Anonymous. It's with for, it's with Pusha T and Jay Z as well. It came out a, lo- a little while ago. I, you should I give that song a listen. May have, I may have heard it in the past. I just have dismissed it. Maybe it came out in 2016. I, I yeah, it's been a, probably been a while. Um, but okay. I'm, I'm, I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to keep giving it a listen. I'm not throwing it away. I just, I don't, it's not hitting me the way I think it should hit me. It's probably one of those songs that'll grow on you. We'll see. We'll see. I, I've added it to a playlist. I've added it to my ongoing playlist. And we'll see. Um, What's your new vibe? My new vibe is, do I want to do that? <laughs> Damn. All right. There's so many, I have so many new songs that I'm listening to right now. But um, my new vibe is, Wait too long, featuring Blast. It's Buddy, featuring Blast. It's a it's two new artists for most people. I've been fucking with Blast for a little minute now, um, over the past year. I don't know if you've heard of Blast. He was on that Nas. He's been on Nas album. He's had a couple of songs. Um, that chosen song. You don't look like you're chosen. playing. Girl, you're chosen. Fuck it up. Oh yes, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I know that song. That that song was such a vibe for me, and I really dug into the to, to his uh into his uh, catalog, and he's been putting out some some like people have been really fucking with him since. Like he was on Nas's album, he's been on a lot of songs lately. But this latest song, it, it really, it really, I, I'm fucking with it. Buddy is a new artist to me. Um, right. I'm I'm giving it a chance. But I've been every time this song has come up on my playlist, it's like one of those songs where it's like, yeah, I'm glad I added this. Like you know, it just it, it, I like the vibes. So I'm gonna let y'all listen to it. Y'all tell me how you feel. That's what's up. All right, man. With that being said, y'all hear the clicks. So with that being said, <laughs> Frank, you got anything else you want to bring to the table? No, absolutely not. All right, so ladies and gentlemen and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your host, Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, and the man to the right of me is definitely a villain. Absolutely. I can only be who I say I be. Who else but me to F and F and D, one half of this POD is Frank. You can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. Please like and rate us on the platform of your choosing. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram and just about any other social media platform at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marv? You can find me across all socials at Marvin X Adams. All right, y'all boys. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace.
Peace.